friends from college talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. Welcome to the LA Clips Forum. My name is Brian Andrew. I'm here with my co-host. Jesse Sandoval. What's up, guys? How are you doing, sir? I am doing pretty good right now, man. Just uh, trying to get everything under wraps right now. Uh, I'm going to be going to Lake Tahoe, so it's going to be a good time. Uh, I hope the James Harden trade happens while you have no bars in the middle of nowhere. I'm out, I'm out there rapping. <laughs> <Just like. laughs> the James Harden trick happens, and you just you're trying to rap, and you have no bars. I'm pretty, I'm pretty silent with a bear. <laughs> like, like. Uh, I, I, I want that's how it goes. I want your no spoiler thoughts because we both saw Barbie this last weekend. Mm. I want your no spoiler yes. thoughts. Oh, dude. Okay. So first off, let me let me go. Let me let me start with this. Anytime you hear Bill Ben Shapiro say like this is the worst and most woke movie ever, is when you know the movie's gonna be f-ing amazing. And that's what it was. It was amazing. Um, it was such a good movie. I I totally recommend it. It's just just go there with an open mind and listen to the message and i you know i feel like it's applicable to anyone at the end of the day like right like <laughs> yeah it was, it, was, it was beautifully done it was really good and it's it's not just some like cheap movie it was it was really heavy mm-hmm. and it was really good and yeah. uh, it was also really funny so and i i did barbaheimer i i was planning on going on saturday to do barbaheimer but then i ended up going to see Wrexham play and Carson. Oh, by the way, if you mm-hmm. ever want to see a really cool documentary on Hulu, watch Welcome to Wrexham. It's really cool. It's when mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds and Mac from Always Sunny buy a soccer team that's in the lowest level in England, and then they're trying mm-hmm. to get them to be in the Premier League someday. And it, it's a really cool documentary. So I got to see the team play because they're on a USA tour. But mm-hmm. um, uh, Barbara Heimer, I did it on Sunday. I saw Opp- Oppenheimer in the morning brilliant film then saw barbie and then we went out to dinner and i was like do you still want to see barbie and we both had no energy me and my wife had no energy but we we're like let's do it <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're, we're glad we did it both movies were really good uh, wait, I'm not wait, gonna, wait, so, uh, so you watched them back to back yeah so i watched oppenheimer around 2 30 and ended around five or six we went and got dinner and then we went back and watched barbie around 8 30 <laughs> yeah. it's crazy because like you know like back in the days there used to be double features like that where you know you'd be at the movie theater for like basically a whole day and like it's kind of cool even though it wasn't like meant to be a double feature it's kind of cool to see like the hype behind it to kind of create that it's pretty nice like i'm not the, gonna i'm not gonna lie i cheated because if both or one of the movies were gonna be like meh i was mm-hmm. gonna be like all right i don't need to do the whole Bar- barberheimer thing but since both I looked up were pretty highly rated going into it, audience score plus critic score. I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta make this happen. <laughs> see, I went in there fresh. Like, I, I didn't look at any reviews. I was just like, you know what? I want to see what I want to see. I just want to 
you know, there's so much hype going to this movie. I want to see it. So I was just like, I came in there and apparently like I was talking to my coworkers. I went to go see it and like Amy Schumer basically rejecting to be a part of the film um, caused a lot of rewrites. And really? yeah, like she said, like it wasn't feminist enough. And um, there were some other details about like, she just wasn't going in the direction that she wanted and there was a new staff that came in essentially and then rewrote everything and changed a lot of plot a lot of the plot and i was like oh that's pretty cool you know like amy streamer like um you know this is true like she made a huge impact on it i was like oh that's pretty cool uh although i don't really see her as barbie and that's not a knock on her uh i just i think mark margot robbie's a lot like a better actor in my opinion and i think she played it really well in general mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah like all the if you're comparing both of their careers just in just looking at acting yeah i would say so yeah i don't, yeah, I, I, don't I, I don't think that's a hot take <laughs> I'm just... yeah yeah I, I like the i like amy schumer this might be a hot take but i like amy schumer in train wreck i thought she was pretty funny you know? yeah she was funny yeah but like yeah so I, ryan goslin as ken amazing mm-hmm. um <laughs> oh, and then uh michael sarah's allen <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna say like basically the dark horse mvp of the whole movie <laughs> so good um uh, but, uh, i wish we can like say more i just i really don't i hate spoilers so i don't want yeah, to spoil yeah, anything. I, 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 agree with you. I agree with you uh, what I wish happened this weekend was Hardenheimer. I was hoping that I was going to see Oppenheimer, <laughs> and then I was also going to get a James Harden trade. <laughs> I was hoping for that. That was the double feature I wanted. Like I, I, I'll be honest with you though. Just to go back real quick, I think I would have watched Barbie regardless of what it was rated. But I mm-hmm. to see both, I had to make sure both were good. Okay, that, that's sense. like that's yeah. like five to six hours of my day. I have to I have to make sure like both are good. That makes sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was hoping for a James. I was hoping like right in Oppenheimer when because uh, no spoilers. Everyone should know their history by now. The atomic bomb <laughs> goes off at one point. <laughs> so, <laughs> when that when that happened, I was hoping that like I was going to get a notification that James Harden's now on the Clippers. But we still sit here basically almost a month after the reports came out and we still don't have a James Harden on this team. And um, there hasn't really been much change. It's funny because like there's been certain things that have come out. Like it's been like James Harden's been pushing for it. Uh, the 76 in the 76ers court. It's in the Clippers court. Terrence Mann is involved. Do we trade Terrence Mann as a draft picking involved? And then like, I remember like last week or something. It said like, pj tucker's in discussions to be part of the trade i'm like of course pj tucker <laughs> Tucker was a part of this trade since the very beginning <laughs> like this yeah. is not news anymore i feel like they're it's like we're getting a recycle of like the news we heard like on the first day but now it's getting spread apart like a month like next week we're gonna find out that like james harden likes paul george like every yeah. single week like last week like james harden wants to play with russell westbrook again sure cool thank you i i like that james harden wants to be here i like that the clippers want james harden to be here it's just it hasn't happened yet and mm-hmm. I, I get nervous like the clippers had 40 percent off jerseys today <laughs> and i was like well i don't want to make my james harden jersey yeah i might jinx it so <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah. if you, you, you can go yeah 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I am same boat as you. Like, it's just like regurgitated information, things that we already knew as Clipper fans that are closely paying attention to it. We knew that PJ Tucker had to be part of it. Like, it just contract wise, it had to make sense. And for them to get rid of that, um, yeah, it's just, but you know what? There, there's been some new news, like that kind of makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. Is like the fact that, like, I know you mentioned that James Harden wants to play with Russell Westbrook. I feel like these are all information slowly being leaked out to kind of push Maury to do two things, either extend James Harden or trade James Harden. And the fact that Joel Embiid is being very outspoken about, like, that he wants to win a championship no matter where it's at. Mm-hmm. And it tells me a lot. It tells me that this, this he's willing to leave. Like, if James Harden leaves, this guy's going to go. And so it, it's whether that I don't know if that hinders us, like in the sense that because they need to retrieve like another star or some. Um, yeah, I feel like you have to retrieve another star uh, that might that might that might hurt us a little bit, honestly, now that I think about it. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that because technically I think there is one available that. I actually think North there's. Al? I think there's two. Oh, well, yeah. Well, if we're thinking about it, Jason Preston's available, and, and, and <laughs> he's trying to win championships. Uh, uh, that guy could put up a solid ten five in a summer league game. So I don't know uh, if Joel Embiid was watching the Clippers summer league team. I think he would like. You know what? Fire the trade off. Bring back Jason. We got our facilitating point guard. I'm pretty positive that he was watching the summer league Clippers summer league games during this honeymoon to kind of see what Jason Preston could bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? You might be on something. I definitely believe it. He's like, hold on, babe. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta see this Jason Preston guy who. Yeah, dude, I saw he has a commercial. Something tells me this guy's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> or he watched the AT&T commercial and then was like, yo, that guy's in the NBA. Well, let's, let's go get him. He's a star. He's obviously got a commercial. <laughs> and then, yeah, I was like, well, your dreams could come true, Jewel. Hopefully, uh, but yeah, like yeah, getting back to like if I okay, like obviously I'm not Doro Moore because I don't I'm not GM in the NBA franchise by but um, you would also think that like yeah, you could stall a little bit, which he's doing now, but you don't want to go into training camp with this not being resolved because then your back is against the wall. Then you need to figure out how to keep Joel and Beat happy in the middle of training camp. You got to figure out how to keep Joel and Beat happy. Whereas if you trade Harden now, you have a month to be like, "Hey, Embiid, give me a month to try to bring you back somebody else." Mm. You know what I mean? Like, give me a month. Give me until training camp to bring. And then if training camp comes around and I haven't figured it out, then we can negotiate something. You know, but. I feel like the longer you wait and you push this back more, you're you're setting you're you're now kind of shoring up your window to figure out how to rectify the thing with Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm not him. I'm not in his brain. Maybe he feels like if he sends enough trail burgers to James Harden that James Harden might just stay with the team. I don't know, but. It's intriguing because hot take machine right now. 
Clippers do need a third star to compete for a championship next season. I do believe they need to get this done before the season starts. They should go into training camp with quote-unquote third star. They shouldn't have to incorporate this person in November or December. Hell, they shouldn't even incorporate him in October. But the Clippers are going to start the season with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, a bunch of young talent. Hopefully they get off a bunch of these contracts. Obviously you need these contracts to make the James Harden thing happen. So I guess you might have to go into training camp with Marcus Morris, which is not ideal. But on the flip side, the Clippers are more prepared to start the season. I'm not going to say finish the season, but at least start the season without James Harden. I don't think anybody wants that to happen. But Clippers are marked, whereas the 76ers cannot start the season with James Harden. <laughs> we can start the season without him, but the 76ers can't start the season with him. So I'm, we'll see. Apparently, there was like a story that James Harden wouldn't hold out of camp, he would report to camp. I don't know. So I'm, I'm hoping James Harden is assuming, like, yeah, I'll report to camp if it's the Clippers. But, yeah. yeah, but he was also like, dude was manhandling like eight burgers. So, you know, I <laughs> I think that's who's coming out for sure, dude. Did you did you see that like Sports Center caught that and then he like put a comment on it? I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, Are you guys short on news this week? <laughs> <laughs> and, and this 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 is gonna transition because like the 76ers need another star. Clippers might need a plan B. Apparently, Zach Levine is on the market. Now, first things first, I'm going to just throw this out there to you. I am not naive. Objectively, Zach Levine would probably be better, a, play, a better player to get. He's younger. Yes, he has an injury history. Seems that that's somewhat in the past. I don't know. He's played as many games as James Harden has roughly in the last few years. He's younger than James Harden. He has three years left on his contract. He's an L.A. guy. If for whatever reason things go south with Paul, George, and Kawhi, Zach, I guess, is someone you could build around. Objectively, Zach would be, should be plan A, right? Trading for Zach, though, I think would be a little harder than trading for Harden, just in terms of pieces. I don't think we have the assets and pieces to be the best offer the Bulls could get. But... I'm sure Philadelphia could maybe figure out a way to get Zach and maybe Joel and B would be okay playing with Zach. I don't know that. And, and so let me ask you, would you rather have Zach or Harden? Uh, if I had a preference, like it, it's hard because like, you know, I, I really do enjoy Harden, uh, Harden's game. But the fact that Zach Levine would be under contract for an additional three years and he is younger, I would probably prefer Zach Levine. Um, mainly because of the fact that it gives us so much more options afterwards if this doesn't work. Um, yeah, it's tough. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Where, where, where do you land on? 
Zach Levine is probably the right choice. Now, to be honest, he can play the point guard. I don't know if he's the point guard Kawhi and Paul George are necessarily wanting to play with. I'll just be real about that. I don't know. Maybe he is. Um, He doesn't facilitate like James Harden does. That's the only knock. That being said, objectively, the right basketball move to make would probably be Zach. Subjectively, Brian wants to see James Harden in a Clippers uniform, eating trail burgers, and going up and down the court, doing behind-the-back passes the zoo and all that. I want James Harden. And I think I would enjoy watching James Harden play more. I personally would love to see Russ and James just vibing and having a good time. And, yeah, I would prefer to have... Honestly, if the clip if the news dropped tomorrow and we got Zach Levine, I would be ecstatic because I know the Clippers are getting better. There would be a small percentage of me that would be like, damn, this means we're not getting James Harden, huh? And I'd be a little I'd be a little bummed about it. Because <laughs> like I I feel like for the last month, James Harden's been a clipper in my heart. And I, I, I want to see it happen in reality. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Once we got the news that James Harden wanted out of Philly and named the Clippers as the destination that he wants to be in, yeah, I totally understand. Like, I want to see James Harden in a Clippers jersey. It just, yeah, it's just, it's tough. Um, it'd be kind of cool to have like a uh, like a trio of stars that are like LA guys, you know? Well, James Blank Harden's an LA guy, guy too. Uh (laughs) (laughs) the other thing i want to throw out there in terms of all that is too and i don't know if i'm just maybe thinking way too far ahead either a the clippers to pull off a way to get zach the clippers just find a way to pull it off maybe they trade two draft picks maybe they trade all their young assets they figure it out right that could be the biggest F you to Maury, and that would really disgruntle Harden. Because at that point, Harden wants to be a clipper, and I don't think mathematically the contract will allow him to do that. Mm. And then so Maury would just totally drop the ball on the entire situation. That would be the biggest F you for the Clippers to be like, all right, cool. We wanted Harden, but you wouldn't accept the deal. And now we had to go get Zach. Mm-hmm. On the other side, Clippers could go get Zach and then just flip him for Harden. At that point, though, even me as a as a basketball person, I'm like, if you already got Zach, though, are we really gonna want to flip him for Harden? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, so now unless you flip Zach to Philadelphia, we bring back Harden and we bring back Maxi. Like that, mm-hmm. then that's something that'll be oh okay, you know that's that's a different scenario. But no, I don't know. Like it, yeah, at that at that point, I feel like it's a rebuild mode for for the Sunny Sixers for sure. Yeah. So the another name that I feel like the Seventy Sixers could get, and I I know no none of these teams are, and I know his name's been floated around, and I know he's going to be part of the. Portland deal probably to get Damian Lillard over there. 
but I think Tyler Hero is not a bad option. They'll go play in Philadelphia. Like if you're gonna lose Harden, in my opinion, getting a player like Tyler Hero to kind of fill in for Harden on your team is when you're basically gonna get back Norman Powell and a bunch of old guys. Like why not bring back a Tyler Hero if that's the best you could do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like no, I said, yeah, I, I don't. I don't do this for a profession. So, so I don't know. I'm, yeah, I, no, I agree with you. I think like if as not even as a Clipper fan, just trying to get James Harden, if you're pigeonholed to the fact that this guy only wants to be a Clipper, and yet do some sort of trade like three way trade, yeah, Tyler Hero would probably be like one of the best options you can do, depending on what's going on, like based on the circumstances around the league. So, um. Whether or not you can get Joel Embiid to buy in, that's a whole different thing, right? It's a, it's a bigger issue, but that's probably the best move as a GM. At least you're trying. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you can figure out if you need to flip Tobias Harris. You need to figure out if you need to flip Tyler Hero or something, or if you need to end up trading Joel Embiid, but you still want your franchise to be competitive, you could build around Tyler Hero. I'm not saying Tyler Hero is an elite basketball player, but he's part of the big three in Miami. That's been pretty successful. So like, why not? Like, I I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of options out there right now. It stands. It's Norman Powell, possibly Terrence Mann. That's who you bring it back. If you get Tyler hero, at least you're showing that you're trying in my opinion, but whatever. Yeah, James, Harden, James Harden also said he was doing an interview. I forgot where it was. Where was that? James Harden was like, uh, they asked him about Damian Lillard's trade saga. And I thought it was interesting because I feel like James Harden was basically talking about his trade situation, but he was using Damian Lillard as an example. And he's like, yeah, I get it from both sides. I'm paraphrasing the whole thing, but he's like, I get it from both sides. Like you don't want to trade your star player. Who's, done a lot for your franchise for nothing right you know but on the flip side you don't want to trade your star player to a team that he like you know they have families and stuff like you don't want to trade your star player to a team he doesn't want to go to <laughs> and and then he he literally just repeated it again in, in the next 90 seconds basically he's like yeah you but you don't want to trade for nothing i get both sides <laughs> you know so I was like, I was like, oh, yeah. was like, I was like, that's not Harden on the Damian Lillard saga. That's James Harden on the James Harden saga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty spot on. He's definitely talking about himself for sure. Yeah, I, I do think he's gonna end up being a Clipper. I just hope it's sooner than later, especially for our podcast sake. Like, <laughs> like if we could start legitimately talking about lineups and players and subs and depth charts and stuff like right now the way our team's set up our depth chart's basically the same as last year mm-hmm. and last year when we were talking about this team in the offseason we were absolutely wrong about this team <laughs> so <laughs> right now i'm kind of in the boat of like yeah like marcus probably won't play and yeah we might not have nick or maybe we will we might not have roko maybe we will you know but getting yeah. hardened and trading like three or four pieces out could really like assure like what we have going on. Um, a player that I don't think is going to be on the team next year, he got his guarantee pushed back, which is Jason Preston, to October 1st. To put this in context, 
media day is October 2nd and camp starts October 3rd and there's a preseason game October 10th. So they're going to make a decision basically right before media day. If like if Jason Preston gets to take pictures and, and talk to the press, basically <laughs> like, hey, man, we're going <laughs> to we're going to we're going to make this call the day before. I'm assuming. Uh, with the I like everyone has their speculations, but I'm assuming it's literally pushing it to the last day. We're giving Jason Preston an opportunity. Like I don't know. Like I like we were joking before we got on that he's gonna hold a dumbbell in the training in the training facility and try to like throw drop it on someone's foot so they get injured so he can make the opening day roster. But then um, we're like, no, they'd probably just go sign another point guard. <laughs> yeah, they 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 wouldn't. Uh, so I, they're literally giving it to the last day of the off season to try to trade him. That's basically it. If they trade him to another team, his contract becomes guaranteed. If he gets waived, I honestly don't think he signs with another team. Uh, another scenario is I know this is like me just like speculating if the team really likes him but they really don't want him on the main roster then I could see him just taking a G League contract or they might give him one of the two way contracts like they'll be like alright we're waiving you if you clear waivers we'll maybe bring you back on some other contract that's I don't know I, f- I feel like yeah. we're spending a lot of time on Jason Preston but um <laughs> It's interesting because he's the odd man out on this roster, but if we do trade three or four pieces, I could see the team being like, all right, well, we have a 15th roster spot. Mm-hmm. Sure, if you want to come back. If the roster is as it is right now going into training camp, like we don't have James Harden, then he for sure is going to wait because he's the 16th man on a 15-man roster. So. Yeah. No, but... I agree with you, but to to go back to your point about like our roster and going into next season with it currently as constructed, um, yeah, I, I I get I get your point to an extent. Like I I do see that we we're going to the same we're going to the same not necessarily because we we started off with a different roster before we entered the league. We didn't have a backup center. We had Mason Plumley. We had Bones Highland. And hopefully these guys can mold into something. I, I think there's still some sort of entertainment that we'll get from this league, kind of seeing those players play, especially Bones Island. Um, those are, That's one guy I keep an eye on. But, yeah, I would obviously really, 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 really love to see James Harden. And... But I'm not, I'm not totally, like, at loss if we don't start off the season with James, without James Harden. Uh, unless there's like starts to shift news about James Harden, I want to be there. Then yeah, I'll be worried. <laughs> I'll be pissed off. I, you're right. You're absolutely right. I think I'm just being uh, a negative guy here. Um, yeah, the roster, the roster is better. Let me put. Yeah, we're bringing back basically the March roster from last season, but with KJ Martin. That's basically it. Like we're bringing back the same roster, but with KJ Martin, the same roster we had in March. And oh he, yeah, that's that's a good point. I totally forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's good that we get to start the season. Uh, but we have been burned before. Like, what if just Mason Plumlee's absolutely regressed to a nothing center, and then it's like, all right, we're back to square one. 
you know like we don't know i'm not saying that he's going to be that mm-hmm. uh, i actually think he he could probably even compete for a starting role especially if zoo needs to be included in a trade mm-hmm. but just like going back from last season we assumed nobody was going to regress and legit half the roster did so going into sure. this going into this season i i yeah you're right it is different this offseason going into next season and the team is better i think going into this season than they were last offseason going into yeah we're we have russ and not reggie we have russ and not john wall we have mason plumley and not uh moses brown <laughs> we, we, we have kj and not three old dudes we still technically have the old dudes but hopefully kj plays over them right mm-hmm. so yeah. you, you're absolutely right uh, hopefully Kawhi Leonard's not coming off the bench for the first game, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> the team that we saw get eliminated, eliminated in the first round is basically the same team we're going to go like see, except for now that we're adding Paul George. But last year we were adding Paul George and Kawhi too, right? That's basically it. Yeah. So, yeah. so you're right. Yeah, I, agree I, I, I guess, I guess like, my my negative standpoint on it is if we decide that waiting on James Harden is not enough, we still got to at least trade Marcus Morris for a bag of peanuts or something. Like, we got to get these guys off our roster because I don't want to see him in training camp. But we we might have to see him in training camp because the James Harden thing might continue to, like, November. Yeah. So. And it, it becomes a little rocky, too, especially if you go into next season without James Harden. And the season does start off well, you know, you have no leverage with whatever you become desperate. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, absolutely so, agree with you. But I, and, I'm... and on top of it, before you, I was like, Amir Coffee needs to go to training camp now, too. And the guy was mm-hmm. part of the Brogdon trade that never happened. Like, <laughs> the guy was legitimately like, was he on a 76er? Uh, no, no, not a 76er. Was he on the Wizards for like two hours? Like, he, like, it's funny because now that guy needs to go into training camp and he's like, dude, I'm I'm basically out of here already, I feel like. So just something to keep in yeah. mind. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. But it, I wasn't expecting Amir Coffee to play a lot of minutes compared to like other guys, to be honest. He might have um, to if you trade everyone. Yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah, it's it's true. You have a good point. Like we 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 got bit by the regression pretty badly, and there's no saying. There's no telling what we'll see with Mason Plumley. You know, he is getting older, um, and the way he plays, he's pretty athletic. You know, it may lead to some injury of some sort. But you know, the way the season, the way the playoffs played out, um, the fact that the team hustled and made it really competitive without Paul George and Kawhi kind of gives me a glimmer of hope. Um, but whether or not they'll be available to do that to give us hope is another thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then again, even with James Harden, if that's the case, it's still the same issue. Where, you know, we're probably a playing team without them. Yeah, you know, so, James, James Harden could eat like eight trail burgers right before the first round and <laughs> we get eliminated. Right? Could be the same thing, right? And and the funny thing is, to me, it's. Bringing in James Harden doesn't guarantee a championship. Bringing him, bringing back Zach Levine or whatever doesn't bring bring back a championship. But I feel like it raises the season because not bringing him back 
is a first or second round exit until proven otherwise. That that's the way I look at it. Like I'm not trying to be negative. Like I do think like you mm-hmm. you you Kawhi and Paul George in the playoffs could match up against anybody. Mm-hmm. But I bring bringing in James Harden, I feel like kind of puts this over top. And everyone's like, well, you know his playoff record. He would be the third star facilitating for Kawhi and Paul George. I'm still going to say that to this day. He could go one for 10, but you know what? Russ had one of the most inefficient playoff series, series games ever. And he was the most important person in that game. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I I definitely agree with you. Like, um, If anyone's going to bring up track records, uh, let's talk about health-wise for Paul George and Kawhi and availability in playoffs. Like, if we're going to be like super critical over some um, some players, then we should be critical of our guys too. So, James Harden would be better than uh, having James Harden and and Westbrook would be better than no James Harden and just Westbrook if Paul George and Kawhi are health, uh, like are injured. Yeah, right. Like a lot of people get on James Harden for. Uh his playoff record, but he's at least playing in those games. <laughs> yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, and, 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 throw it, and to throw it out there to, to your point too, Zach Levine doesn't really have a playoff record of playoff history. We don't know how he would be in the playoffs. Like he could absolutely disappear for all we know. Yeah. Now, the, the fact that I know he's been in the playoffs and I have no record of him being good in it <laughs> shows that, <laughs> like in my head on top of my head. You know, so yeah, I'm not saying like James Hart, like I said, Zach Levine, I think is the best franchise move to make, but I'm being very subjective. I want a James Harden jersey. I want James Harden on this court. I want him looking like somewhat chubby and then looking like the stockiest, buffest guy by game one. I want James Harden. Like, I keep in mind, like, I've, I've already told you about the personalities of this team. I love Kawhi Leonard. He looks like he doesn't want to show up to work every day. I can relate to him. I like Paul George because he puts his foot in his mouth, but he he really cares about being a Clipper. And James Harden, who just eats like eight cheeseburgers at a club, <laughs> like that. That's my guy. Like this. This is the team that I think we could all root for and enjoy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we don't we don't need the young athletic guy who has had I feel like fifteen ACL tears in his career already, and he's only twenty eight. Like we've already had a guy with ACL tears, and his name's Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> that being that being said, yeah, objectively, the smart move is probably Levine. But I want I want Hardenheimer on my team. <laughs> uh, I decided to double check. Um, double check. I just said that. Sorry. Uh, double check. <laughs> Jeez, this Enzo's line did not help. Um, Zach Levine's playoff history, and you know, I was I I thought. His only series that he's ever been like for playoffs was um, two seasons ago, and it's it's true that's that was the last time and first time he ever has been he's ever been in the playoffs, and it was a I think the only one one game yeah he how many points did he average? Mm, it doesn't really have. Oh. Let's see. Sorry. 
Uh, I can tell you what he averaged. So he averaged uh, 18 points the first game. Well, he had 18 points the first game, 20 points the second game, 15 points third game, 24 points the fourth game, and he was inactive for the fifth game. Uh, <laughs> so, All yeah. Right. Um, not right. really stellar, to be honest, but... I know, it's a small sample size, and like I said, mm-hmm. like... If we got Zach Levine, I would be ecstatic. I would say this is good. He's probably the face of the next era of this team. Mm-hmm. That being said, I want the beard. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't don't throw analytics at me. Don't throw stats. I want the beard. I want. I, I respect uh, that. I respect that. I'm not I'm this isn't this isn't about what's best for the Clippers. This is what's best for me. <laughs> so so you know what I, I can respect that. I can respect that you're very honest about the player. You you know statistically that everything makes sense with Zach Levine, but your heart says James Harden. That's how I feel like some people try to hide it. Like, you know, there's a podcast you and I listen, and I was gonna mention this with before, but like it's it's a Padres podcast. And they talk about like they're doing like a review of all these players, and they're basically like looking at all the stats of like uh hater, and they're going in on hater about like uh you know he he's really not that great, like but all the stats say otherwise, but then you like have like and you this might hit too hard because like they're start talking about Nick Martinez and like he's not having that great of this season. But then they start making excuses for him. It's just like just say you that's your favorite player. Like if you yeah. <laughs> stop trying to hide it, like like uh, uh, you don't like Cater, but the fact is that he's having a great season. So it is what it is. I I think like we don't need to get into it, but mm-hmm. this is I think a player that represents this entire thing, and maybe we could probably do an entire podcast on this, and we might have to eventually. Is Terrence Mann? Mm-hmm. Like statistically, and all the intangibles. You could find a Terrence Mann replacement somewhere in the NBA. You could find it. Like, let's all be honest with ourselves. But the thing is, we love Terrence Mann. He, the game six against the Utah Jazz, um, he's the fact that we drafted him. He's the mm-hmm. guy who stepped in. He's played it. Clipper Nation loves Terrence Mann. I like Terrence Mann. I think Ter- Terrence Mann. Is always going to be like in my top five favorite players on the team. He's going to be the guy I always advocate that I want him to play more. He's he's the guy who he's the best utility player on the team. That being said, <laughs> he is probably the most polarizing player when it comes to discussing who should we trade for a star. And there's always a camp that says. Trey Terrence Mann for the star, and there's a camp that says we need to keep Terrence Mann at all costs. And I think the camp, the camp that wants to keep Terrence Mann at all costs, just really like Terrence Mann. <laughs> like, like you could show me some analytics all you want, but to be honest, I think it's just a camp that really likes him, and that's okay to say you really like a player. You know, like you could like a player all you want, but at the end of the day, I'm sure there's evidence out there that indicates that gaining a star back for this player is the right call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, like yeah. Keep, I understand like James Harden, we probably shouldn't give up a lot to get him, but I recently, um, like if you think about it, when Phoenix traded for Kevin Durant, like I understand like 
elite player, future Hall of Famer, Kevin Durant, they did have a good up, give up Bridges to get him. Bridges, the guy who's killing it now in Brooklyn. And they had to give up like a ton of their young assets that I'm sure Phoenix Phoenix fans loved. But then at the end, you're getting Kevin Durant. And this is how I feel too about Harden or Levine or whatever. I understand we might we might have to give up players that we love to get the player that we need. <laughs> and yeah. No, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. It, it would be fantastic to win a championship with Terrence Fan since you know we drafted him. We invested in him. We saw the potential in him. And he lived up to his ceiling. And that's a utility guy. But there's no, I just don't see it. Like, it's just hard for me to think that Terrence Mann should be what prevents this trade or prevents any trade with a star player. I, I will always say what I said in the previous podcast. We gave up SGA, a player that had a higher ceiling, although it was questionable, right? And was drafted higher than Terrence Mann for Paul George, who also had you know a pretty big injury. So you know, like why 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 are we stopping with Terrence Mann? <laughs> no, I get it, and I get like if we could pull off a trade without doing it, do that. But at the same time, like if that if that's really what's pushing this, you have I would say when you have a few weeks before training camp, I think you got to start like Maury and Frank need to be on the phone with each other all night, figuring this out. Like it's like, all right. And then at some point, if it's like, all right, fine, take Terrence man, <laughs> then give him Terrence man. Like let, let Terrence man go on Zillow, find his uh, condo in Philadelphia ahead of time. Like let's not do the super last minute. It's closer to New York. He, he loves to go spend his off season in New York and train up there. You can do it there. It'll be right. And to throw this out there too, what a lot of people don't talk about, and I know I'm going to get a lot of uh, heat for this. Terrence Mann has two more years left on his contract. Do you think he's a $15, $20 million player when he's 30 at the end of it? Maybe he is, but maybe he's not. <laughs> And we don't have to do this on his expiring year. We could do this now. We don't have to make that decision if we do this now. I understand, like, I don't want to get into, the, like, this Terrence Harden thing because we've already touched on this on another pod. But I just wanted to throw up because you, you sparked my, the whole, like, there's players that you absolutely love and you want them on your team. But sometimes you need to, and the same thing, like, for example, like, this living, I love Harden. But yeah, if Levine's the right call, then Levine's the right call. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Just don't try to hide it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh that being said, um semi usually I think is available if we, <laughs> if we you know, we trade we're gonna trade some power forwards and semi usually should be available. Uh you know what? I really thought Rodney Hood came to mind when uh, I went to a Paramount concert. Knowing that he helped her, uh, helped teach her how to do a crep walk. So, <laughs> is that true? Yeah, like uh, apparently, like I think they asked Haley Williams, the singer of the Paramore, singer Paramore, 
like where she learned to crip uh, do the crip walk and I think it's the crip walk and she goes oh you know like you know where I'm from I had a neighbor he used to be a basketball player and I heard he did really well and he like was somewhere in the NBA and like people tracked it down like they're like oh well they're trying to they, they figure out who lived in that like in that city same as Haley you know the Rodney Hood And they even asked him, like, throughout, do you remember? He's like, no. Nah. He's like, I, I don't remember. But he's like, they, they told him, like, little things. He's like, yeah, I, I remember somebody like that. And then, like, like, did you ever think that you'd be teaching, like, her to, like, Crip Walk? He's like, no. Nah. <laughs> like, like this, like, major star, like, major artist, like, this thing. Well, yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, it's pretty small world. But who, yeah, who I, I was thinking about it because, huh? I was gonna say, who would have thought your um? I don't know how to say it, but like your um, your interest in those bands <laughs> would come to help the Clippers uh, podcast uh, that we're working on. Uh, you're telling me my interest in a band that's outspoken for female rights and. Um, like... I don't know. I don't listen to the music. <laughs> well, 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 I'm just I'm just taking out what you just said right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, for anyone listening to this podcast, Brian is the most, you know, ally that I've ever met, honestly. Um good guy to have around. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, the old school district that I grew up in, F you, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I saw I saw what you guys did last week. Yeah, piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Let's call it what it is, dude. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I thought it was pretty funny, but yeah, Paramore was really good. I saw them on Thursday. Amazing live. So I I didn't know since I didn't listen to them when I was sixteen years old in high school that like <laughs> since that I didn't I didn't decide to go down that route. Now I'm some conservative POS. I didn't. I, didn't. <laughs> I was going to mention it earlier in our chat when you were making fun of me, but I was like, ah, you know, what? I'll bring it to the podcast. <laughs> I think I think Paramore is okay. It's 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 the other pop punk bands that are like you know they're all in their thirty they're all in the thirties now still singing about high school problems. <laughs> my favorite like uh, my favorite meme is like uh we need to get out of this trash town and it's just like suburbs <laughs> like every pop band. <laughs> 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 like, like they're living the hood like oh that's so cute but uh I I don't know it's just like it's like I never really had the money to, like do this when I was a kid so like. And some of the songs are kind of like, oh yeah, they they do really have an impact for me. Like when I was growing up, so I kind of want to listen to them live. Um, and so it's been cool. It's been like a great experience. I'll you know, with too and all stuff. You know what? You're probably putting your money to good use because last year, my dumbass before the season of the Clippers was like, I'm gonna get this ultimate Clippers pass because this is the season, and I want to be <laughs> part of it. And I just gave the Clippers like I don't know, three hundred bucks and a bunch of uh. Icy expenses uh, <laughs> for for that season they gave us, and then this season I was like, "Hey, this Padre season, this is it. I'm going to go to like a game a month, and I probably spent at least a few thousand dollars on Padres games this year just for them to lose eight four today to the Pirates and basically fall <laughs> five games under five hundred before the trade deadline." Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. Gotta love it. Man. So you're you're spending yeah. your money more wisely than I am. <laughs> Um, uh, on that, on that, oh, you got, uh, no, you just remind me I got canceled my clipper pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll just keep mine and then, uh, especially if we have James Harden, I, I want, and then I'll, 
I'll just buy individual seats for you. I'll just have you send me 25 bucks. See, Bombs are going to hear this podcast. He's like, this guy's never won a Clipper game ever. He's going to be blackballed. <laughs> he's like, uh, you guys uh, can't hack the system like that? He's like, he's calling Netflix. He's like, how do you, how do you deal with this? <laughs> um, What I was going to say, though, with all due respect, you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcast. Apple, Spotify, maybe some other place. Uh, you can find us on Twitter or X. I don't know. Did you see about that? Did you see that? <laughs> like Elon Musk is, I don't know if it's just a logo or if he's just rebranding the whole thing, but Twitter, X, whatever. You could find us at LA Clips Forum. And um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we appreciate, you know, some of this podcast was about the Clippers. Some of it was not about the Clippers, <laughs> but uh, uh we appreciate you sticking with us because you could be doing anything with your time but you spent it with us and we appreciate it we're out later